Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us A Spell podcast. My name is Zach, coming to you Thursday evening. Been a couple of weeks, uh, sorry about that. We've still been putting up some tips in the Facebook page, doing pretty well, so hopefully some people are having a crack at those. Uh, we've got Rose Hill this weekend. It is a week until the Winx Stakes, or the Warwick Stakes, and then we're slowly getting into the spring, which is uh, can't come quick enough for us. I know we love our winter racing, and there's a saying where all races pay the same and horses pay the same, but there's something about the spring carnival in Sydney and Melbourne, which is uh, just touches different, and we're big Sydney guys, so we'll be looking after that. Uh, we can get excited too for the, some of the big wigs that are coming out trialling at uh, uh, tomorrow, Friday morning. We've got the Alligator Blood, Zaki, Nature Strip, we've got Kovalika, Red Resistance, Militarise, even Mask Crusader. We'll see how he goes. Uh, it is an exciting, exciting time. The Valley is racing this weekend as well, and if you were having a bet a couple of weeks ago uh, you want to be on the uh, on the leaders it was ridiculous leader bias so keep an eye on that but we'll be focusing on Sydney for the podcast today all right like I said a couple of weeks until the big races are all starting to get um, get started this week we've got a Rose Hill meeting highlighted by the Rosebud we found some stuff we got Tommy we got Kohai what's going on boys yeah well said Zach um yeah good uh Good lot of trials here yeah, tomorrow morning. We're starting to get some good ones back. We've got some feature racing on Saturday. And yeah, it's starting to heat up again, which is good. I came to see, like, yeah, Zaki, alcohol-free now with, yeah, Gay and Adrian, Huyamel. There's a, there's a couple of really good ones. Alligator Blood's first trial was really good. And, yeah, a few other good ones there too. So, came for it, came for Saturday. Coe, you're a bit of a trial perv. Are uh, you keen to see them in the morning? Just a general perf, really. <laughs> yeah, just just general perf. Tommy's right. Um, I'll edit out trial. Uh, say, saying that, I, 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 it's good to see these horses resuming, but at the same time, you want to spot something outside of them, you know, to a little cheeky hidden gem somewhere along the way. It's always handy, uh, especially if they're running alongside Yazakis and the Alligator Bloods and I think uh, alcohol-free still a myth. I'm a big <laughs> non-believer, both in the sense of the horse and the action. So, yeah, uh, exciting time, though. Um, saying that, I uh, just wanted to quickly mention off the top, um, I guess it was a real humbling moment last week when we had our first kind of Sydney stakes race and uh, big parade going down. And yeah. it's, the, it's the game, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough way to go out. I saw there was a nut. There was a really bad fall at that Group One over in America. That Saratoga or something. That was a shocker. But no one wants to see that. Um, it was a pretty popular horse too. So very, very brutal to see. But talking of falls, Jamie Carr is back trialing and she's doing stuff. She's actually riding Zaki in the morning. Uh, she's come up to Sydney, so she'll be riding for Annabelle. I uh, don't know what else she's trialing, but I just think I read earlier that she's um, she's back riding. What does she need to do, Tom, with with this sort of stuff? You've had these big injuries. What does she have to do? Trial a bit before she can get to the races, or what's the go? Uh, I'm not just sure, mate. I, I know she trialed at um, Cranbourne the other day, uh, Steinem and a, and a few a few other ones too. Um, I just I don't know about the other scandal as well. I don't think they've wrapped that here in either. So I think there's a few things up in the air with Jamie. So I guess it, it's just great to see her back. And I uh, heard Anthony Manton talking on New Central yesterday and he just said, made a really good point that all the jockeys coming through at the moment is three to one uh, girls over guys. And we've seen the Matildas killing it at the moment as well. And just a rise of women in sport. I think, um, I think it's really important to have a good role model and there's no better female jockey in, um, in Australia and almost the world than Jamie Carr. So 
yeah, keen, keen to see her come back and uh, do really well because, yeah, last year was sort of, um, well, it's, yeah, last 12 months just filled with scandal and a few other things. So, yeah. uh, but the year before she was killing it. So, keen to see her come back and hopefully back to her best. Yeah, to back to what she does best. She is um, top of the game when she is uh, going at full force. We saw uh, Mr. Zach Lloyd cop another suspension. I think he's copped two in the last what, couple of meetings. Um, he must have copped a little bit of a spray from James around the corner for one of them. But what do you? What do we make of Zach, boys? He's just won the apprentice uh, thing, and then he has got off and got suspended again, Coey. I can't remember what the exact stat was, but they said Zach's been suspended. Oh, I can't remember what the exact number was, but it's something something ridiculous. It's a. Uh, He's copped about 15 suspensions in the last 12 months or something like that. And he still managed to, like, his strike rate's phenomenal. So still raised the bat in terms of taking out the Sydney Metro apprenticeship title. But imagine where he could be if he was a bit more of a sound rider. Um, I, I guess he's young. He's still learning his craft and everything else. So you have to give him, you know, a little bit of leeway. But, um, yeah, he just needs to, I don't know if it's like someone like Brownie just, Corey Brown getting in his ear and just be like, "These are the things you're doing wrong. You need to work. You need to work on it." Or I don't know how you get better. I mean, he's obviously a great hoop, regardless. He's very aggressive, very Nash-like. But even Nash kind of learnt through the years of experience how to, I don't know, moderate his behaviour on a horse, how to be less careless and everything else. I, I don't know what you do if you're Zach, because I'm not a jockey myself. But uh, I'd love to see him not get suspended. That's a good point. Good to see. Not get suspended, but yeah, um, he'll uh, he'll figure it out soon enough. He's had a couple of suspensions, and no one likes that, especially leading into spring. Let's have a crack. Rose Hill, 10 of the best. We kick off race one, 1,300-meter, benchmark 72. James looks like he has a stack of good rides throughout the meeting. Cabalas is the fave. He's riding for Waller. It's already been backed into 240, coming off a win at Randwick. Uh, the little pumper is there. That's on a little bit of a drift to 340. Hieronymus is on, and then we go out to 650 and 9s and more for the rest. Tommy, anything for the first? I think big day for James and Waller, and I think they get... Um Again, underway early. Um, Calabas looks the uh, standout to me. Little Pumper was good um, last couple of runs since it's come back as well. But um, Calabas looks like, like the clear standout to me, and especially a bit of money for it too. So Calabas to me. Um, I think Misty Legend ended up running today, so it'll come out. And Miss Gent in that Sprite family uh, hopefully can show a bit better than it did when it uh, – came six first up, but I uh, definitely think there's a bit of ability ability for it, but I'm the favourite. Favourite for you, Coey? Ditto for me. I think the two horses are pretty much bang on in the market. Cabalus and uh, the Little Pumper. Little Pumper was good, winning last start. Typical Waterhouse bot type. Uh, it'll it'll jump and run, and I don't think the 1300 is going to be an issue. It's stepping down 13, uh, 100 metres, but it's had a tick over trial in between and everything else, so I think it'll be tip-top coming into this, but Cabalus just looks the, I guess, the golden rose kind of type. Waller's going to have so many golden rose prospects that I don't know what you do, but the way he fought on last start, second up, look tip-top, up to 1,300 now. Yeah, ticks all round, and one of the few that I've specced early, um, fingers crossed. All right, James, in the first, we've got a midway that looks always as um, easy as possible, doesn't it? 1,500 metres. we got straight Acer as favourite. Collett riding for Ed Cummings. 
Uh, had a win at Hawkesbury two starts ago before it had a run at Randwick where it didn't do too great. Electrica is there. Karen riding at seven. Super Friendship, 750 to Maggio. J-Mac, 11s into 850. And then we're bigger odds for the rest of them. Tommy doesn't look like another easy midway. Yeah, yeah, another tough betting one. Look, I want to see Super Friendship again. I think last start was actually um, just a massive debacle where it just ran up the back of a few others, almost had a little stumble and just tape it off. But um, it starts before that. Showed really promising. We're in a bit of a weaker grade here in a midway too, um, compared to where it's been and been running well. 61 and a half is a bit of a worry, but I think um, it's a former Hong Kong horse and I think it's a bit of an ability there. So I want to go super friendship. Right, super friendship for you, Coey. Mm. I, I can see the merit of it. I just done like 61 and a half on its back. I think draws well enough. Brett Pebble on a senior jockey. 750 is probably the right price, but I'd, yeah, I'd pretty hard to see. Well, I mean, it'll probably figure in the minus. That's what I've kind of got it as. But I think straight ace is last start was a forgive. Uh, Drew Barry nine, settled second last in the run, and then was squeezed out of a few runs coming into the home straight. So. Uh, I think it shows plenty of merit. Uh, 1,500 metres this start looks perfect. Soft barrier. So he should be closer, more stalking role. So definitely up to this. Uh, price is probably gone on it. Um, but if you're wanting a little bit more of a price, forecaster leads and takes luck out of the equation. And Electrica draws well here, but is a tricky horse to find because it just finds himself in all sorts of sticky spots and... It runs runs well, so well, but yeah, it never wins. So definitely one for the miners, but straight acer. I think the favourite's warranted. All right, straight acer. Race three, one of the shorties, um, but ignore the flux. There's been 25 cents of deductions, but one glass bay is $1.85. J-Mac gets the ride. Boot scooter owes us money. It is $6. It's in a little bit. Travelling Kate's there, so is Silent Agenda and Bazooka. Bigger odds for the rest. Uh, one glass bay, look, pretty short, Tommy. Yeah, obviously with the um, two scratchings today of Haguni uh, and uh, Masquerade later the Savo, so Serena White comes in a fair bit. Uh, you got to say it is probably the clear best runner. Um, I think one third up last time as well, similar at the same distance. So look, it, it, it looks like the clear standout for me. But I also like Travelling Kate. I think its win was really good last start. Tyler. Schiller for Brad Witter. Bit of something about that horse as well. So I think uh, maybe Quinella, the two wine glass bay traveling Kate. The price warranted? $1.85, it's rock bottom, I think. Um, I, I do like the additions of Blinkers here. Uh, I think Masquerade coming out is a big, big out. Obviously, deductions speak volumes, but I just think it'll sharpen him right up. I think it'll probably jump and run again, much like last start. Um it will go close again, but I just want to be taking the value. I think the dollar eighty-five. I think it will drift out a little bit. I think you could probably see it running two thirty, two forty, maybe even two fifty uh, on the day. I think there will be a few speckings in between. Boots good probably cops a bit more because of the weight relief, and I think Silent Agenda is a real smoky here. I think it will probably roll forward with Masquerade coming out, and there is no real hot tempo going here so i think it'll roll forward that tazarol form's really good he's a track specialist um he's fifth up ready to peak and he's ready to win in this grade and nine bucks i think is great so i want to be speaking to each way on silent agenda until probably wine glass bay gets pushed out a bit by the bookies 
Take the nines. I like that. All right, we got to get to race four for the highway. We wait for the highway. Uh, Iron Will going round three dollars ninety out of touch for Tash Burley. He had a good win last start though at Randwick. Wizard of Oz is there at four forty. Melody again for Scott Singleton at fives. Trying to see if anything has been had a couple of bucks for it. Nothing's really been back, Tommy. Um, what are you with, Fave? Yeah, it's an interesting race. Like the Fave. Um is clearly the standout horse after the two pretty good lead-up runs and winning last start. Uh, Billy Owen and Tash Burley tipped it a couple of weeks ago, and like I think it, I think he gets a nice little lead from Barrier Three. So you got to say Iron Will is going to be tough to beat. And saying that's pretty good field. We've seen Tags is a great horse, and what about Overlord? Uh, back to Highway Grade. Uh, I know it's a big weight, but Hannah Williams claiming. Claiming the three uh, is a very interesting prospect. Drawing the barrier one, pure Fago on its day we've seen do pretty well. McDonald on, but drawn horribly. Satay chicken, if it does run, I a big bit of an opinion of this horse too, uh, but no jockey notified. And the half to Sprite Johnny Dash has a bit of ability, only fifty five and a half. And Timmy Clark on, uh, don't mind it too. It's uh, very speedy type, but I think I might back Overlord here. It's a big field, Coey. What do you like? I think the the form line to follow is exactly that Iron Will Highway from last start. So the market is pretty much bang on with, in particular, the four runners that come out of it. So Iron Will winning, Wizard of Oz coming fourth, Tags coming fifth, and Melody again figuring within the placings as well. So I think the market is specifically, you know, in relation to that last start run a fortnight ago. And I have to agree. I think they're the primary chances. Uh, whether you want to take on something that needs luck in run, like tags or melody again. But I think the the two front-running rides probably look the prominent uh, that I want to back anyway. But I want to be with Wizard of Oz, Jay Collett, Barrier 4, which is just out, outside of Iron Will. It doesn't have to box, box up like last time. I think it was a bit of a horror watch, to be honest, because it didn't really find any ga- galloping room until probably 150 out from home. So... The further trip helps. The fact that it doesn't have to box up, it'll probably sit in the 1-1 one, one or outside the lead. Uh, pretty much shadow Iron Will's movement and just go bang, one hit. So I think I want to be with Wizard of Oz here again. But, yeah, I think I am going to take tags and melody again. Very, I'll, I'll be keeping them safe, so to speak. Okay, keep tags safe. Uh, race five, benchmark 88, 1200. Extremely lucky is going around as the favourite, J-Mac and Chris. It's first up for a long time. It's had a couple of trials, and it's obviously come up Sydney way. It's been a bit of a Melbourne-Adelaide runner. Uh, but, yeah, it's been a long time since it's had a run. Olentia is there at 440. That's had a couple of wins since, what is it, a couple of hundred days, 119-day spell before that, a couple of wins. Devil Throat is there. Tri-State always runs well. Came fourth, I think, last week, but ran really well the week before. Diamond Dealer. Even handle the truth, still going around. What do you reckon, Tommy? Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see what Waller does. Like all reports, it's going to be extremely lucky. We'll run with a lentier scratch. You got to say, whatever way they do scratch with McDonald on both of them, um, it's going to be tough to beat. A uh, bit of class about both these horses. But in saying that, I don't think Devil's Throat is no slouch either. I mean, it's only a Ramoni last start was a bit step, bit of a step up to. Um, Listed company after uh, after running uh, winning some good benchmark races these prep so back to benchmark I don't mind Devil's Throat but it's going to be um, it's going to be hard to beat extremely lucky or Alantia whichever one 
decides to go. Virinelli is a bit over the odds too. I think um, it, it's a consistent horse. Uh, and Tri-State, yeah, uh, been running consistent. Um, short back up as well. So interesting to see it. I'm with Devil Soap. Thank you, Coey. This was the race. So I was up to about race eight in finishing my, my form. And I was refreshing the tab constantly, like frantically. And I wanted to get uh, the premium on extremely lucky. And luckily, yeah, um, it was literally the last market to open on tab. So I, I had, yeah, it's one of two bets that I've done. The other one being um, Cabalus in race one and got, got a little bit more of a premium. So... And then back to Lancia. So I'm kind of in the Walla camp and it's, I'm kind of speaking from the pocket a little bit, but I think extremely lucky that trial was eye-catching. Um, and it was, you know, next to the missile stakes when I am me, he did everything under his own steam. Yeah, like you, you see eye-catching trials and I love perving on the trials and that was that was special. And I like the fact that the, the ownership group have decided, you know what, Sorry, Will Clerken, but we're going to take this to Walla. Walla's got it now. It's going to go to bigger and better things in the spring, and I love that move. So I, I definitely took the um, the overs on Extremely Lucky and double-dipped with Alentia, just in the hypothetical it runs as well. But I see them going 1-2. I think it's a Walla-Quinella. Uh, Outside of that, I like Vanelli, Devil's Throat, Tommy's Motor Case, Tri-State, I think the low draw, the lower weight, seven bucks you can entertain. But, yeah, I'm all over the Walla pair. All right, race six, fourteen hundred meters, benchmark seventy-eight. Uh, exceedance at Vinery Stud Handicap. Exceedance was one of mine. I liked it. Uh, Call die. This is a horse I had looked at as soon as the markets opened, and it straight away drifted. Uh, even though I kind of liked it, but uh, that is two fifty out to three sixty. Powerful peg is there. Joshy Parr riding for Chris Lee's at Cinder six fifty. African Daisy is there as well. Bella Rouge, uh, one that has been well backed, is Chase My Crown. Opened twenty six yesterday. It's into eight fifty. There is no deduction for this race. And again, is uh, there it as well. Had a good run last week. Uh, actually, tipped that. Well, last week, week four, I don't know. And again, nine bucks, and then we're out to double figures for the rest, as well as Sabrenko. Aaron Bullock has coming to town, and it's 26 into 11. So there's been a couple, Tommy, that have been well-backed. That's Chase My Crown and Sabrenko. Yeah, very interesting race. I mean, you've got, and again, and the Fear Not form over the last couple of weeks. And you'd probably say with Fear Not getting the better of, and again, two starts ago, probably on merit as well. And probably meets pretty similar in the weights. So the Fear Not at the price is probably a bit better, but... And again, ridden quietly by Jay Ford last start and finally breaking through. I know Coey and I have been waiting for that second win for a long time and finally happened a couple of weeks ago. But there seems to be a bit about and again again. So um, uh, interesting price of that $9. But uh, I will say, call die, very nice trial behind Alligator Blood um, for the same stable, um, well, the same owners anyway, and uh, Gerald and Sterling, I think they, their horses go really well fresh, especially on a good track and then especially at Rose Hill. So very keen to see Cole's eye back. I think um, Singo is giving up his horses, but he's keeping the ones that are currently racing. So I think he'll be getting a few winners before he um, officially calls time. So interesting to see how Cole's eye goes. Powerful peg's been good, but scratch from a lot of races. So really uh, keen to see where it does lob if it is this race. African Daisy maps is probably the map horse, um, the leader, and maybe by itself a bit. But you could go probably a couple of different ways, but I'd probably go Call Die. You trusting Call Die, Coey? 
legitimately don't know what to do with this race. I just think that Cordai has the X factor, I think, coming out of two three-year-old group two and group threes, last preparations, where it came third and fourth. Uh, respectively, I think the the resumption over the 1,400 metres against the girls in benchmark grade, this definitely looks far weaker, and she'll definitely be up for it. Soft gate, TC booked, should get every chance. I think um, that trial that Tommy was talking about behind Alligator Blood was really, really good, solid, solid piece of work, and I see plenty of upside backing her here. I just don't know how she's going to be in race conditions. She's very lightly raced, and... A lot of horses in this field that are kind of three or four runs deep. So do have a fitness edge, but Cordai definitely has the X factor. And again, Tommy's mentioned it. I think the four and a half kilo rise is probably the slight issue, but she returns into uh, the same class against her own sex. So I definitely see four and a half, you know, you probably can warrant that. It was a nice win last start and can definitely see her go back to back. Um, And the only other thing I've noted is Chase My Crown definitely has uh, warrant respect, but a decent class rise. So have to see her in the yard. And if the money keeps pouring in, I mean, then you'd probably be a bit late to the party, but I can respect that. Um, I'm guessing there just hasn't been a whole lot of money in this market. That's why it's been a 2016 to eight kind of push. So uh, yeah, very, very confusing race, but I'd probably go call Dyer and again is the top two as a, you know, for the race. Yep, love it. All right, we go to first leg of the quaddy. It's 1,400 metres, and Freedom Rally is going around as favourite. $2 favourite was $1.90. Uh, this is a horse that just keeps winning. It's won a bunch of races up north at Eagle Farm. Uh, comes down here and gets Ryan Maloney uh, aboard for Tony Gollan. Chalton Lane is there at 4.20. It's coming from sixes. Jay Collett gets the ride uh, coming off a trial. What he goes was a good win. A couple of good wins, I think, both at Rose Hill. Uh, Hieronymus is there. He gets the ride at 5.50. We're double figures for Excelidus. I think it was pretty ordinary, actually. I thought it was going to run pretty well last week, but it came near last against Anagen. And... The likes of So Am I, Danish Prince, Mandaboss. Mandaboss can run sporadically well, but uh, what do you reckon, Tommy? Yeah, interesting race with a few different form lines here. I mean, Freedom Rally coming out of Queensland, been really consistent, but you're getting $2. Like, I don't think I can take that. I, I think I'd be with Chalton Lane. It, it's when first up was so impressive. Bit of a letdown last start, but you look at the run, it, it had plenty of excuses. So I'm willing to forgive. It's had a little bit of a trial since as well. Uh, yeah, had a bit of a trial since as well. And I think, um, yeah, I, I think there's a bit of boom around Chalton Lane. So I, I like it. Uh, Water Ghost has been great, but it, it does get a big weight. Green Shadows has been really good without winning. Um, and it's had a little freshen. So interesting to see Green Shadows. And same with so am I. Being consistent, stepping up a grade a bit, but gets a really big weight. So I think out of all that, I want to be on Chalton Lane. Just, I think, a bit of class about this horse and uh, going to see a bit more of it. Tommy, I just have qualms about Chalton Lane going into 78. It's been franked through kangaroo court form and it didn't do too well last start. So I just have little queries just in the rising grade, now a four-year-old in open class against the boys. So, I mean, it definitely warrants the drop in weight and everything else, but I definitely need to just see it go around again and do well enough. Like, if it places here, I'd be following it through the next couple of runs, but yeah, just just a little bit of a confusing horse for mine. Um, Water goes, I think, great win last start. 
definitely definitely having something small on it again. I just think that Freedom Rally just needs to drift. Two bucks. It's been going through the grades well, but it's going through Queensland grade at, what is it, just three-year-old company. Uh, it's just little open handicaps. I just don't know if the horses he's beaten to date is much of anything. I could definitely see it figuring, but I just can't take the two bucks and green shadows. Tom's nailed it. It just doesn't win out of turn, but it's a good progressive horse that could definitely figure in the minors. So at the moment, I've got to put water goes on top because of the price. Yeah, I'm a, I like what he goes. All right, we go to the feature one. We got the Rosebud. Tis Invincible is going around as fave. J Mac aboard inside draw for Kieran Meyer and Dave Eustace. It's 250 in from 280. The instructor is there on the second line of betting for the Waterhouse stable. Hieronymus gets the uh, gets the ride. Cigar Flick is there. It's a little bit of a drift. Pretty much bang on. Had a good win. I guess it was all right when it beat uh, or something. Epic proportions it was. Uh, that's at fives. We've got Introducing at sevens. That's on the drift. And then we're out to double figures uh, for Infatuation, Fireline, and Griff. Uh, look, bit of a small field, Tommy, but you're back in Tis Invincible in? Yeah, it's just interesting how they've got this weighted. I uh, heard a few people talk about it. I mean, you've got a maiden, a maiden horse, albeit very, um, very boomed, and it's drawn barrier one, Tis Invincible. But $2.50, I think there's a bit of quality about a few of these other horses as well. I really like Cigar Flick first up. I thought... Um, it it was it was very uh, classy win and uh, five dollars for a race like this it might be a bit fitter than a few and um, has that winning form too so I might lean towards uh, cigar flick in saying that there's been some really great trialers I mean tis invincible trialing well the instructor was great uh, introducing bit of an eye catcher um, fire lane was one that could perform on its day but there there were a lot of dud runs uh, in that two year old prep as well so. Um, look, it's it wouldn't shock me if any anything won this race. Very open uh, for a rosebud, but I don't mind the. I think there's a bit of class about cigar flick. All right, cigar flick. Uh, Jay Collett gets the ride. Even the good open runners had a bit of coin for it, Coey. Yeah, the, the, well, I mean, Roostion's been great. Like Tom is bang on saying that any of these horses could win because I genuinely think that that could be the case. The ones I want to make a case for is pretty much Cigar Flick and the Instructor. I've kind of leaned towards the Instructor. I think that uh, it won two, in a, two on the trot as an early two-year-old, then ran eighth in the blue and diamond, only about two and a half lengths behind Little Bros, and the connections decided there and then, let's tip it out. Um, just to go into the three-year-old season kind of fresh and everything else, just, uh, he's come back really well. The trials have been really nice. I just think that it's four dollars sixty of uh, posted the two fifty. You're going to get for Tis Invincible, who's still at maiden grade. I'd rather take that. Tis Invincible was great in the trials. I think there is a fair bit of J Mac money about this. I just got this little suspicion that it is a lot of J Mac money. I know it's drawn the drawn the one marble and everything looks tip top, but it has to drift. I think anyway, uh, or at least even out between some cigar flick instructor and Tis Invincible. So. It wouldn't surprise me if we had three-way favourites going into the, you know, start time, all sitting at about 3.30, you know. So that wouldn't surprise me. And Cigar Flick, really impressive. I think, I know it ran in only a four-horse four race last start, but had a tick-over trial in between. It definitely has the fitness edge over the other two. So a win would not surprise me 
I'm just going to follow a little bit of the the early specking on the instructor and lay the uh, the current favourite. Lay the favourite. We go to race uh, number nine. Pericles is the fave, and this has had a little bit of dollars for it. Oh, dollars, a couple of cents for it. It's into three ten. Uh, J Mac gets the ride. I still. Still bask in Lindemann beating Pericles on the line. Uh, Kalino is there, drawn wide. It's 480. Brett Preble is riding. We go straight out to nine bucks, which you called it. Amy McLucas, who rides pretty well, uh, but she's $5 out to nine. We go double figures. Perfect thought. Banana Queen, Madame Pomery. Uh, any coin for anything else? Maybe, look, Mission Phoenix, 41s into 17s. But uh, what do you reckon, Tommy? Interesting race. Really interesting race. I can see the... Uh Sort of started to see the best of it towards the end of last prep, and um, I think that 380 that it opened was snapped up very quickly. I think very, very quickly into the three dollars ten, and sort of stayed around that. So interesting to see where the market goes from there. If it continues to get supported, you got to think it's a massive chance, especially when one of those Godolphin runners are. Um, I thought Kalino was good, very good first up win, and you called it. Um, big fan of this horse the last couple of starts. It's um, Winning the winner stakes was great, and Amy McLucas uh, claiming the three as well. Um, she's been riding well for Chris Lee's getting a new apprentice aboard, and the gate's probably just a bit of a worry. Madden Pomeroy, uh, Group One winner, uh, twelve dollars. Probably just want to see it come back, and I think Glenda Silver's actually beaten um, Pericles uh, before as well. So, um, couple couple of odds wouldn't wouldn't shock here, uh, but. Look, I'm probably leaning towards Pericles and then maybe some little savour each way on you called it. Pericles, Coey? No knock on Pericles, but I think the price is mm, 310. It's actually quite a nice field, this, and I, I definitely see the merit of backing Pericles, and I reckon a lot of that early support is, you know, from the camp itself, so that speaks volumes in my eyes. The Godolphin Star was really good last prep. A uh, big couple of upcoming months, I reckon. It's going to go deep into the spring, I reckon. So uh, the fact that it's resuming over the 1400, which it has done every preparation to date, uh, with last two, uh, sorry, last prep being over the, the group two level three-year-olds. So I do like this starting point being for open, kind of open company and everything else. It is carrying 59 and a half, but I think it's kind of warranted with what he's put on the resume or thus far. Draws 10, but that shouldn't be an issue. Kalino, great last start. Well-backed, perfect run in transit and everything. Like, it had – everything went to plan last start with Kalino. Uh, this start, though, I reckon the barrier 14 is just going to undo him. I have no idea where he's going to settle in the run and definitely don't think I'd be taking the 480 right now. Um, I do think that it will probably run on and figure in the minor money and the exotics and everything else, but I just can't take 480 from barrier 14. Uh, the one that I could spec is right down the bottom, Banana Queen. I'm happy to give it another go again. My, the mare was slightly, you know, plain first up, but according to the stewards' report, the rider reported that it was racing way too keen early and middle. So I can cop that, and that would explain why it didn't have a turn of foot running into the, you know, the last 300 metres where it was absolutely bolting outside the leader and then just didn't, the wheels were spinning. So... I'm happy to forgive. It's going to be seven kilos lighter in the weights. So second up, second up record's really good as well. So I'll have a little bit on it. And as for the other group one winners, I mean, I guess, yeah, Madame Pomery would expect improvement. Perfect thought, much the same. Uh, and special sway. 
Um, surprised about the drift. Obviously, Waller's not put any of his hard earned, so I think it's going. Those three in particular are going to go deep into the spring, as well as political debate. So keep an eye out for them to have little sneaky runs. But I think the fourteen hundred is probably going to be too sharp for it. So banana queen for this race. All right, Brianna Queen. Kalino was very good last start, but yeah, I agree. It's very wide. We go to the last race number 10, a shorty, Gaza Blanca. Uh, $2 in from two thirty. J-Mac gets the ride for Kieran Murray and Dave Eustace, drawn on the inside. Uh, that's going to be first up for a little while. Had a couple of trials. Smashing Eagle is there at sixes in a little bit with Tyler getting the ride. Kerr Royale. Uh, Rubinocci is on the drift, four sixty out to $7. And then so is Troach, sixes out to tens. We're double figures and big odds for the rest of them. Uh, Gaza Blanca, Tommy, very short. Yeah, a little tricky race. I think uh, Royally so Gaza Blanca is favourite, but uh, $2, I don't know. I mean, Smashing Eagle was really good last start. Um, Kerr Royale, again, another one another one really good last start. Rubinocchi is mapped well. Uh, something like Molly Nails first up. Uh, it's got really great first up form. Kelly's been a big fan of the horse in previous. Um, and the one at odds is Fangela. Uh, it's been backed 50s into 31s. It might be because of the scratchings. But looking at the form, um, it it is stepping up a bit. But it's only, out of its 14 starts, it's had 12 starts on good or soft. And it's only missed the placings once. So... Um, and I, I've heard Keith talk about this horse before, and he's a big fan of this um, uh, this horse as well. So Fangela each way, um, I don't mind. But I think Smashing Eagle um, is probably the one where my money's going to be on is just after that last start was really good. Um, I think there's plenty of speed here, and if it can just sit off it a bit, um, an 1,100-metre a horse and just save it um, that run late. Gerald's horse is at Rose Hill again. As I said before, go really well, and something like Smashing Eagle here at six bucks, uh, I'd much prefer than two dollars for Garza Blanca. You finding something else rather than the fave, Coey? I'm with Tommy as well. Smashing Eagle for me as well. Um, great run last start, and if the leaders overdo it up front here, I definitely, and which I do think is quite likely, Rubinock is going to go forward. Trich goes forward. Kerr Royale is going to be in the scrimmage behind them, and. I think there's going to be a, a typical 1,100 metre, you know, lucky last kind of thing. So I think they're going to go gun-ho. Um, everyone wants to hit the showers nice and early. Um, I just think that Smashing Eagle, I think just the the Mogo Magic forms actually turned out to be all right. I think just the fact that it's finished third behind a Kosciuszko candidate like Mogo Magic last start, when it was stuck in traffic from essentially the 400 to the 150, where it just didn't get a chance to let down. And when it you know, found the clear lane, it just absolutely grew wings. I think it's ready to win in this grade. Fourth up looks good. Definitely the value, six bucks, I think is a great price still. Uh, let's touch on Gaza Blanca. Two bucks. That's as, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if the tab made this delay of the day. Just purely because of circumstantially, it's had eight months off racing. It's a long layoff. The trials have been good. And it was the fastest of the day by a decent margin. But that wasn't under race conditions. That was just a trial. So I just want to see it return to the race. I want to see it in the yard. Let's see the market as it's going through the yard and everything else. And then if it remains at two bucks, I'll, I'll respect it. But I think I think it's got to drift a touch. I, I just have to suspect that. And 
six bucks is far better than two bucks. So I'll take the three to one on it. And Trach, Rubinocchi, like I said, they take luck out of the equation, but I think there's just going to be a little bit too much on speed. So I'll be looking for the the ones that settle a little bit off, like Gaza Blanca and Smashing Eagle, but the value speaks volume. So Smashing Eagle. All right. Avoid the $2 for now. Um, all right. That is all of Rose Hill. Uh, do you guys have any, any others you want to touch on? I'm going to touch on two at Mooney Valley, but Tommy, anything in the country races or anything we need to be watching? I think well, it's got a few good ones in Eagle Farm, and there's another another one I don't mind, uh, Quick Tempo returning at Eagle Farm as well. I think... Um, Mooney Valley probably suits it. Uh, I don't know if Omni Man was one of your Melbourne ones, but I think yeah. um, Omni Man looks good. And well, I was down at the Valley two weeks ago, and I was really keen on Milford, and just um, just that leaderish day really got to him. So I think if the track's a bit fairer and Milford gets a bit more of a run, I think um, I think I want to be with Milford at uh, Mooney Valley again until we collect. So, um, but it'll be interesting if it's. Like last time, I probably wouldn't be betting at the Valley. Yeah. Yeah, you got to keep an eye on it. Oh, it's probably a bit of a watch. First couple, we'll see how leaderish it is. If not, yeah, Milford is 3.20. Milford go around, goes around in race seven. I think this is the first week that Melbourne are cracking 10 races too. Um I'm not sure if they did it last week, but they're doing 10 races. They're doing that now. Uh, Omni-Man is going around. It has been in good form. Hasn't run there before, but it's coming off a bunch of wins and draws the inside and Jordan Childs aboard. One other was race five. I don't mind recommendation. It's rather short now. Uh, it's drawn wide, but I think if it scoots across, uh, it could be a goodie. It's first up, but uh, what about you, Coey? Anything around the grounds? I've done Kembla form. Kembla? Um, Gee whiz. I did Kemble last week as well, and it was probably my most fruitful tr- track, to be honest. So, um, a couple of good things, I think. Uh, they're all towards the tail of the mar- uh, tail of the card, should I say? Um, no markets out at the moment, um, so I think race six, no brainer. Da- uh, Dancing alone resumes here. Uh, second up, it's scratched out of a whole bunch of races and. Decides to run in this benchmark 64 at Kembla. Um, it's drawn a little bit widish, but it's hands down got the talent. It's got the ability. It's got to be too good for this field. It, I am suspecting they're going to open it ridiculously short. Really, really so, short. I'm guessing it's probably going to be the dollar forty to sixty range is what right. I'd suspect. Uh, so let's multi it up with the following race: race seven, number eight, Woolawin. Uh, huge deb, uh, huge win first up. Last start, uh, lengthened well, one convincingly, can easily go again. And then in the lucky last, trust the process. I think this could be the value uh, value runner. I'm not sure what it'll open at. Could be about five, six bucks, maybe. Uh, last start in town was a Saturday, but batted on well to finish six, about 3.6 behind, and two back at Wyong in a bunch, finished about half a length behind. So, you know, uh, I think the longer straight at Campbell is going to look ideal, and I think just, yeah, have it each way. But, yeah, those are the three I'd want to mark at Kimbler. Beautiful. All right, trust the process in the last. Uh, all right, Coley and I are optimistic about Manly's chances tonight facing Penrith. So we're going to scout out and watch that. Uh, but thank you, boys. Thank you for joining me. We've got Wink Stakes and all that sort of stuff happening next week. And then spring is just kicking off and all the trials in the morning. So enjoy it. $26 Penrith to win by 50 Penrith are not winning by... Well, I hope not. Famous last words. I'm not putting that out in the in the atmosphere. Um, thank you, boys. Enjoy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you, boys.